how you been, Pan? Good you? morning, Simon. I'm very well, staying warm. Good stuff. I'm in my day. car and uh, also very warm. Um, another podcast episode. Today we're talking about responsibility, um, a subject really close to my heart. I think maybe one of my one of my favourite subjects. So, tell um, me why, 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 why the passion on this subject? Let's start with that. You know, as a as a young man growing up, I think I the message that you get given, or I was given in in what, however I was growing up culturally, mm-hmm. was that freedom exists in the idea of winning or uh, achievement. Or um, so for me, it was you know, freedom is through becoming something really big or uh, you know professional sport was my thing but freedom was almost like the avoidance of responsibility actually that's kind of how i was brought up as a young man like freedom is to do what you want whenever you want um and then that is how you become free you know to be free of the burden of of what i now know to be responsibility and it was jordan peterson came along for me about five years ago and said pick up your damn cross that was that that was the first bit of language and pick up your damn cross and take on the most amount of responsibility that you can possibly fathom take on so much responsibility that it crushes you that you drop the cross in the desert like jesus did on the way to being crucified and that was this idea that growth and freedom is on the other side of taking responsibility but also that responsibility is it is a burden it's or it's not a burden in a sense that it's it feels like that and it should be tough and to really take responsibility and then there was another idea that came from the first thing he said is make your bed start with your room make your bed and then and then take responsibility for your bedroom and then if you if you manage to look after your bedroom for long enough maybe you can take responsibility for your clothing and then your house and then maybe you'll have a family in the house and then maybe if you can take responsibility for them you can take care of your community and there was this concentric outward flowing circles of responsibility and and you know i i really really related to that as an idea and um took it on fully and my whole life has transformed since I embodied that philosophy, you know, take, got sober. First thing I did was I needed to get sober. Next thing it was to repair the relationships in my family, take responsibility for the healing in my family. Then it was to, you know, uh, find myself a, a wife and Jess came along and then it was to go home and start a family. And that's what we're doing. And then it was to get a place that we could afford. Now it's that. And then we're moving next week and it's, start a business and just help one person and i'm doing that now and then it'll be two people and then it might be four people but it's this idea of taking responsibility and it's really hard um to do it properly but I'm, i'm growing as a result and i think a lot of young men could really benefit from realizing that freedom exists within responsibility well, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting. I loved hearing what you're saying, and obviously, Jordan Peterson's played a, a pivotal role for you, Simon. That's, 
But I, tell me what um, what are the so why so there's a couple of questions that strike me listening to you. So one is um, what's what stops people from taking responsibility? That's the first question I think I need to ask. Why do you think so many people? I and mean, is it a personal responsibility? So it's we're talking. You're talking responsibilities from a personal level. Yeah, and I think there's only really personal responsibility to start with. But also, there's only one answer to that question, Vipan. It doesn't feel mm. good. The reason people don't do it is it doesn't feel good. Why not? Because nothing that's worthwhile feels good. Like, it's not pleasurable. People chase pleasure. Young people chase pleasure. And it's and, and people in general are addicted to comfort and pleasure. It's not comfortable and it's not pleasurable. But, but it brings a deeper sense of meaning and joy. You know, I think that the main reason people don't do it is it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good what? to take care of your body or might be disciplined. It doesn't feel good to sacrifice so you can save money, so you can maybe look after others. It doesn't feel good to put others first all the time. But I, I don't know if you do, but that's one of the benefits. If you do realize what, 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 what happens to you when you do take responsibility. So you just given that example, Simon. So when you see that people, ben other people benefit from you taking responsibility, that does make you feel good though, doesn't it? Because when you see the fruits of your actions and the fruits of your actions are that you actually do take responsibility such that, you know, you, you are a, a responsible father, husband, um, person in society. I mean, imagine all those people who benefit from that, you know, apart, apart from your partner, uh, your wife and your, your lovely twins. I mean, and the other people you're helping, for example, and the, I mean, there's a, so it's a cascade effect. And then you see that, and that that has a positive that then reflects back on you and has a really strong positive effect on you doesn't it and and yeah. and so what does it you know you can see from a from a personal growth perspective as well obviously it has that aspect um when you do recognize uh, the importance and start taking responsibility of for your own actions but i mean it it does doesn't make a massive difference to to you so although it's difficult um very benefits rewarding. very rewarding yeah so the benefits are immense aren't they i mean and we're, and we're talking responsibility both you know we, we can we can extend what responsibility is because it just doesn't ex so it starts off but it starts off with with you and the, i think you describe for your the base so you were describing the basic needs so responsibility for your own bedroom, that's a basic need. So that's self-care. Yeah. Isn't it? And then and then it and you say it expands outwards, but then it expands outwards to take responsibility for for what you do at um your behavior and your at work. Um what that responsibility means for me, um not only doing things but doing things and if things go wrong take taking responsibility means holding your hand up Simon. i think this yeah. is you know and and say you know may I, i've made a mistake here or I, it's my fault or that was my my issue my fault my my problem i need to hold my hand up i think this is where people 
fail as well so so there's various levels so that you can take you know i think people might succeed in the basic responsibility you see people wandering around yeah on the tube and whatnot going to work so they they obviously got personal responsibility to that extent i guess hopefully that the self-care aspect but it's just the further levels that i think so it's like a maturity level, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I look at it. You could uh, you could have a maturity level of one, yeah, basic self care tick. But then there's a responsibility that you take undertake for yourself, um, and 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 how you interact with others in in various environments, Simon. So this is where, you know, from my personal experience, I think a lot of the problems businesses and having worked in organizations um big organizations and even when you have your own business when you interact with other people whether it's your colleagues or other people it's it's that aspect that goes horrendously wrong in the culture the culture of organizations and how they uh encourage and foster responsibility i think is um sadly lacking shall we say because they don't encourage people or make it easy or make sure that the culture is such that people should take personal responsibility it's all too easy for people to to um hide hide or or evade or yeah. or basically fib lie whatever you yeah. want to call it about what they do such for their own personal gain we're not the so responsibility does not equal personal gain if it at all costs Okay, no. uh, I think this is this is where some people take. They think they have responsibility. For example, if we look at it for a job or a career, their responsibility for a job or career is to go as further up or as high up as possible at whatever cost. Yeah, you know, and this is where I think we have a lot of. And then you say, well, so what? That's just that's just life. Well, well we're seeing what happens. The so what is the rise in mental health? Why do you think people get so stressed at work? Mm. A lot of it. If you ask them, is about the behaviours of other people mm. and their colleagues. They don't take responsibility for what they do. So say. maybe, maybe Vipan responsibility, like truly, true responsibility, has to take into you. You have to to be truly responsible, or for me to be truly responsible, I have to consider how my actions affect others. All Absolutely, the all the time. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a really good point, isn't it? That's. And that again, you use the word maturity and maturation. I think that that's a massive part of maturing. You know, yeah. responsibility might be realizing that there's a cause and effect, and that everything that I do, say, think, um, has an effect in some way on the environment, on the people around me, and on myself. And when you become aware of that, you know, I think that's the first thing, isn't it? When you, for me, I almost woke up into that. You know, I, I was a lot of people who are stuck in addiction don't have the, um, well, they're, they're not able to take responsibility just yet because of the, the nature of addiction. But when you get into recovery, you start to feel, well, the first thing you have to do is look at the consequences of your actions, which is really hard. You know, most people could do with that. Most people could really just have a good look at themselves and go, how am I affecting people negatively and positively? But people don't really think like that. Like I, I sometimes... You know, I, I come I come from an environment where it is succeed. Uh, we're, you know, professional sport. Cricket's a funny one because if everybody plays well individually, the team will win. 
and you don't actually need your teammates that much in cricket. It's quite, it's a great sport because it's like if I'm bowling and I bowl well, I can win the game, right? Great, great sport. For, yeah. However, not like football, you... you don't get past two. No, no, but in cricket, say you're you're the you're a bowler. You were a bowler, weren't you? So okay, so you bowl really well, but you unless you take you bowl everyone and bowl your back the other team out. If you but a lot of the time you need your teammates to catch and play Absolutely. their part. Absolutely, yeah. But, so, but it's a great question, Vipan. I used to I'll ask you this as too. I used to ask junior cricketers this all the time, and also yeah. when I was coaching, if I wanted to find out what someone was, like, I'll ask this question internally. Yeah, you prefer to score a hundred and lose, or score a duck and win. You know, it's a great question because a lot of people will lie in that question. They'll go, "Oh, yeah. a duck and win every time." Yeah. But it's actually, it's it's most people would lie in that situation. Uh, see me, yeah. I, I would see me. I would I would take a hundred every single time. Right? Sounds yeah, strange, yeah, but yeah. at least, uh, yeah. If I'm no, I think if people are honest, Simon. I the think thing is, if I'm scoring a hundred, yeah, my team has the best chance of winning the game. Okay, yeah. they do, and things like that. But I like asking that question because it sort of unveils how aware people are of. Would you take your own personal win? See, I take my personal win because I know that if I'm good, my team's good. Right. And to be fair, I fluctuate massively on that question too. Sometimes depends what mood I'm in. Depends what mood. <laughs> well, perhaps it is an indicator of bellwether. You know, but... you know, the the reason I wanted to talk about this today was, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I I really feel culturally we've we're sort of not getting it wrong, but the need mm. there's a. I think young, you know, uh, Jordan Peterson divides people, but there are a lot of young men who gravitate towards him because the culture says something like you know you're not that important and what you do isn't important but what responsibility says was actually if you do get yourself together and if you do learn how to look after yourself then maybe you can look after other people and if you can look after other people then you can make a difference to other people's lives and you can change the world that way well, and that's very empowering and it, meaningful it, well it is i mean just look at what look at look what we've been facing over the last two years okay covid covid the government all over the world the governments have said to each of us you take responsibility about how you behave and and react because if you don't if you don't take the precautions like we were asked to do and just went around willy-nilly um without due care and then and that's how that's how that's how the infection was spread, wasn't it? Because some people couldn't and didn't take responsibility, Simon. And this is how you saw it on the trains when we were asked to wear masks, for example, to stop the spread of this virus. And you, you know, you ever went on the train and you'd see certain certain people just wouldn't do it. But that's that's to me that is extreme selfishness and lack of responsibility. But it because they might have felt, as you said. It doesn't feel great. So you don't feel great wearing a mask. However, for the greater good of society and for other people, you do it. Mm. But that's what I, so we are being asked and you're saying, what is the impact? The impact is this. And we've been asked more and more and more and more. We are people. So people should be aware. I mean, they don't probably realize this is the issue. It's it is. So we've been asked to take this is the impact of responsibility. And we, we're doing we're facing it every day. 
especially in the last two years, Simon. And it might something else might happen that we're asked to do, but but this is what we're seeing. This is this is the impact that personal responsibility has for the whole of society. And you can see if everyone plays their part, yeah, everyone the society benefits. There's a great there's a great um, way of looking at it too, isn't there? It's like you've got to behave in a way that if everybody behaved in that way, there would still be order. Well, that yeah. is what society is. That's isn't what, it? That, but that's also what responsibility within society is. It's like, you know, I can drive. So sometimes I can drive, you know, there's a speed limit there, you know, and I can drive at the speed limit. But if there's no cameras and no police around, there's freedom for me to choose whether I want to go over the speed, speed limit or not. I mean, I can choose that. I can also choose if there's police there too, because it's just still my choice. I've still got my foot on the accelerator, right? Yeah. Now, the reason I don't, is that it really is because i know i'm you know that sometimes you drive and you know when you drive you go i'm totally safe here it's a straight road there's no one around and the reason i don't do it is because i think i have to behave in a way that if everybody did this now if a million people did that maybe 50 people would die right yeah yeah you know what i mean so i've got to take responsibility for my collective and drive within the rules um and things like that but i've got a question for you which was you what about so just flipping this over what about having no response when when is having no responsibility important when as a man right because i think okay you and i we both have families i've got a very young family your family's more grown up i'm at the beginning you're at the beginning of a different phase but we're sort of similar in a sense that we're men in our families you know, we work, we're, we're providers, we're protect, we're protectors. I know that within my framework, and my wife's always on to me about this, is she's always on to me of actually trying to chill out a little bit sometimes. You know, like, what about the flip side? When do, when is it, when is there value in having no responsibility whatsoever? And when do you get that? Because obviously in the gym, if you're in the gym, you take a responsibility for your body. If, is it watching a movie? You know, where, when's your downtime? And that does it re does it because re, I Jess Jess has been really good for me on this. It actually reinvigorates my my passion for taking my energy to be able to take responsibility again is yeah, to let yeah. go of responsibility. But I really struggle. I everything I do has to have a purpose. I, I struggle uh, massively with this. Have I, a bath, I, but even I, then, I'm well, taking responsibility for my body. You know. Well, I, I guess it's 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 what you define as responsibility. I mean. I, you know, does it mean you have to be intense all the time because you're always thinking about everything you do has a consequence? But sometimes, you know, for example, um, well, I mean, the best time for me was obviously when I was single and at university. I guess if you look at students who do that, who go to university and looking looking at my three, um, their levels of responsibility minimal. <laughs> I mean, even. Even to the consequence of do they have responsibility? Self maintenance of self care is 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 at minimal levels on occasion. You, you shake your head, but uh, but yeah, I guess they don't have any cares and even minimal responsibility to themselves. They certainly don't have any responsibilities to uh, to 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 anyone else. Um, but, it, but I, I, you know, I think this is a really important thing. My, my, I use my brother as an example here. My brother's 29 now. Yeah. And he's, you know, he's largely not avoided responsibility, but he's certainly enjoyed his 20s, right? But he's got a great mm -hmm. job. 
Yeah. He does focus on work. But there's something now that he's almost ready. He's getting ready now for responsibility because he's got no questions that are not answered in his mind. He's done those things. And I, I do think there's an important part of growing up as you go, no, I don't, I don't have to wonder about that. I know what it's like to be carefree. I know what it's like to chase money, chase girls, chase success, chase the win. And actually maybe a part of growing up is you have to satiate that, that, that desire for freedom in the void of responsibility. So you go, okay, I've done that. Now I'm ready to um, step up. Well, I, I guess even if he's a single guy, it's, it's having fun does not, does not, there's not a, a contradiction in having fun and being responsible, I guess, so long as, again, as long as you take into account other people's feelings, I think that's the issue. But you can always have fun. It's, uh, you know, going to cinema and, and stuff, and you're, that's the ultimate of no responsibility, I guess, is, is when you're just sitting in the moment by yourself, all alone. You know, you, you know this because you, you, you can, you meditate for hours. So oh, yeah, yeah. what is your, what is your responsibility at that that instant? That's a great point. No, I forgot I even meditate. That's how far away I go. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. No, meditation for me is a great. It's a great example of. Well, I let go of all of it. You know, I let go of my name, my identity, who I am, who, what my thoughts. You know, it, it all exists. It's all there. My mind, the mind is still going, and the, you know, the story's still there. But I think that it's where I take off the Simon Cusden suit. That's how I always think of meditation. I take off my Simon Cusden suit. I take off my father suit, my husband's suit, my man's suit, and I sit and I'm not wearing any of those labels and identities. And, and then if I meditate regularly enough, it's not always amount of time. I'm ready to put the suit back on again. Mm. And then I don't get resentful of the responsibility that I'm taking because if I don't meditate, I start to get a little bit, res not resentful, but I start to get a little bit tired of being Simon Cusden because Simon Cusden has to do the dishes and put the bins out. And But actually, when I meditate, I put back, I consciously put my suit back on and actually doing the dishes and putting the bins out is quite joyful because I've got some space and freedom to enjoy it within myself. I think it's what you perceive and what you, you believe is your responsibility and how far you take that Simon I think certain people can be take too much on as responsibility and and I think that's where uh, you push the boundaries beyond the edges which is you know you can take this I think there's as you say this concentric circles but there's a there's a limit how much you can do and you should do and in the name of responsibility for me um, I mean the maintenance, and this is where teamwork and and communication, and there's there's only so, and this is self care and compassion comes in as well. I think you can take responsibility, responsibility rather completely the other way, and you feel overburdened with responsibility. I think that's where certain people can go with this, Simon, because they mm. they they take on the whole weight of everybody. Uh, onto their shoulders and you you can't yeah. really do that for that's why for too that's long why, unless you collapse yeah but that's why i think it's important to start with your room and yourself and you know i know i i remember i was in australia and i was working in a cafe and it was around i was making coffee and it was around brexit time and a lady came into the cafe i was working in this like quite a hippie town 
called Mullumbimby, and this lady came into the cafe, and not not judging too much, but she wasn't wearing mm. any shoes, yeah, you yeah. know, and she didn't look like she had a bath or a shower in a few months. She's a bit of a hippie, and she came into the cafe, and she was just moaning about Brexit, right? Caring so much about Brexit, Brexit this and Brexit that. She was English in Australia. And she looked at me because I'm English and I was I, I was feeling quite cheeky because when I'm behind a coffee machine, I'm a bit cheeky. <laughs> and she said to me, Brexit, 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 Brexit. You know, I really care about Brexit. And she said, what do you think about Brexit, Simon? What do you think, Simon? What do you think? And I had it was six o'clock in the morning. I was tired. I had no filter at this moment. I said, I think people that don't wear shoes shouldn't have political opinions. <laughs> right. And I said it, and we had a bit of a laugh, and then I said, I kind of softly apologized. I said, look, I'm sorry. I said, but at the moment, I don't have any time to think about Brexit, right? Because mm. I, I'm building a family, and I'm building a life, and I was right. You know, I was working in a cafe, earning yeah. earning not much money at the time. And like, yeah. I, I really I sat with that for quite a long time, and I thought about, what is it about social justice warriors which annoys me? Because mm -hmm. like, I, I, I really don't like social... There's certain people who do really good work within social justice, and they are people who have got their shit together, right? They've got a home, they've got a family, they pay their bills, they wash, they clean, they bathe, they make their bed, and then they go to work, and they work at the level of policy. Or, But there's people who are avoiding all personal responsibility, and they're running around the planet trying to make it a better place, and that I don't like. Yeah, well, now, I think that they can't even me. take personal responsibility yet. Take, they're yeah, like, yeah. And for me, I, you know, I think within my system at the moment, I'm joined back the gym and I've got to take responsibility for my body a bit more because my BMI is very high. And, to, you know, uh, looking forward in time, if I don't take responsibility for my body, my chances of heart attack go up because I've got belly fat. And, you know, this is part of my taking responsibility. But I do think the the one thing people don't take responsibility for is their minds. You know, to be able to take responsibility for your mind, because the mind is an amazing, is a is a brilliant servant, but a terrible master. And most people are mastered by their own minds. Yeah. And yeah. to master, take responsibility for your body. You know, the the food that you put in your body, the way you move it, the relationship you have with it. Take responsibility for your emotions, so you're not just projecting negative emotion onto people willy nilly. You know, there's a difference between reactivity and responsibility. You know, to be reactive and be responsible because one is responding and one is reacting. And a lot of people, I, I think you could spend a whole lifetime just working on your own responsibility and it would ha it would have a massively positive effect on everybody. Because if I've got a clear mind, a healthy body, an open heart, right, everyone who I meet, I will have a positive effect on. And then everyone they meet, and I, I believe that I really, I believe personal responsibility is the is the only way forwards is to take responsibility for your mind, your body, your emotions, and the sense of meaning that you have in life, something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very, uh, immensely interesting, Simon. And, and I totally, I think you're right. And, and I don't think people actually spend enough time. I think this is the issue. We're on autopilot. So we just do without thinking, and then, then we don't understand. But at the, at, I think what you're talking about is the essence. The essence of of us is about our responsibility, our, our responsibility towards ourselves, and that has, and and that starts with the basics. But it, it not only physically, but mentally. And I think 
if we do take personal responsibility, we will grow as people. I think that's the essence of it. And, and that extends to um, how we behave and um, with, with uh, personally towards ourselves, but then it extends to how we deal with other people and also with our friends. You know, these, these, this is where responsibility really matters because it, it, can, it has massive impact. If you can't take responsibility, you are likely to have problems with your friends and relationships because I guess your friends will see you as someone probably not worth spending too much time with because you, A, you'll probably be, if you're not responsible, you're, you could be seen as unreliable. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, basically, if you make mistakes, you pin it on other people. Who wants to be who wants to be your friend in that situation? Yeah, and so it, it has a has a huge impact, but we don't I don't think enough people think about that. Um yeah. or if they do, do they care? I it only cares once and again it's having that 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 my favorite word is perspicacity, is that self-insight, Simon. That oh, yeah. self-insight to understand the responsibility just means to a lot of people you think if you say someone to someone in the street, what is responsibility? Oh, the, I'll bet you they'd probably be stunned. You've got to think, what is responsibility? Who gives a 4X what responsibility yeah, yeah, is? Yeah. It's because they're too much, too, too busy doing stuff, but yeah. without thinking about the consequences. And that consequence is all about part and parcel of being responsible, isn't it? Yeah. So, and if you, if you have, like we're having this conversation and now we've extended this conversation and we've hopefully people who are listening to this can understand how important day-to-day -day responsibility is for what they do and then the as you described it so well the the concentric circles and the, yeah. how far it goes out to relationships to work to friendships etc it's interesting just even just even in this conversation i've been re-reminded of the importance of those concentric circles happening naturally you know, mm. like I'm right now, I'm building a business, right? Like I'm building a, I'm building a business, which is helping people, which is I'm able to help others because get sober and deal with suicidal thoughts and feelings and um, a little bit with depression. And that's because I have moved those. I have taken responsibility for those parts of my life and I, I continue to do so. But the other day I had a client who, uh, you know, one his next in his next quarter's plan, eighty percent of his focus needed to be physical, right? He needed to really get himself physically up to speed, and it immediately mirrored back to me where I needed to take more responsibility because I couldn't stand there, and like I could stand there and give him uh, structures around addiction and depression and things. Like that. I thought, hang on a second, no, I do not. I know a lot about physical training, right? Because I was a professional sportsman. I've trained at an elite level. I know how to work my body in gym and I know movements and things like that. But so what was coming out of my mouth was very accurate. It was, you know, if you want to lose weight, do this, do this, do this. Right. And if you want yeah, to yeah. muscle, do this. But I was sitting there and I'm 20 kilos overweight. And I thought, oh, fuck, excuse me. <laughs> oh, like, I'm just going to say this properly. YouTube doesn't like this, but fuck it. <laughs> I went, in my in mind, it was, it was like a massive. Oh, fuck. Yes. I can't do this. I can't, I can't say this when I'm not it. You know, if yeah. I'm going to, I have to take responsibility for my physical body. If I'm going to 
tell other people to take responsibility for their bodies. And look, I've only got we've only got one more minute left, but we've got a health minister, right? Yeah. I don't know if you've seen photos of the new health minister. God bless us <laughs> all. But this is where we're at, isn't it? Like there's people who don't yeah. know what they're doing, telling other people how to do it because they they haven't taken responsibility. And maybe, maybe the sweet stuff comes when you've taken responsibility for something, then you can help other people do the same. But in, unless you do that, it's all for me, you know, I'd love to speak more about this at some point in within another conversation because personal responsibility is everything and people can see if you don't that's what you're saying yeah Definitely. and you, oh, you, you don't take you know, it seriously imagine like me you know i'm 20 yeah. kilos overweight and i'm like right yeah well if you want to live and you know it's i walked away going god i'm so full of shit right okay great you know i'm a person who takes responsibility right and then i got a gym membership about 10 minutes later <laughs> Yeah, it's like going to see a personal trainer, basically, and you look at the personal trainers in worse shape than you are. My alarm's just gone, Vipan. I've got to get... I've Go got on, to get you got to, got to shoot. It's been great. I've, it's been fascinating again. So, uh, yeah, another one. All right, we'll, we'll say goodbye to the listener, and then I'll have a quick chat with you afterwards. All right, mate. See you, everyone. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody.